All right. How, how do you do the intro again? Hey there, and welcome back. Today, we got a special episode. Not only is it the Uh-Oh Podcast with Nick and Marty, but it is the Uh-Oh Podcast with Nick and Marty for the 50th time. That's right. 5-0 like the cops in Hawaii. <laughs> Roll the intro music, man. <laughs> Wow, we switched roles this time, dude. Yeah, man. You know, sometimes you got to be the catcher. Sometimes you got to be the pitcher. Uh, Yeah, I'm just going to ignore that. Marty, I want to welcome you back, man. Welcome back to the 50th episode. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. I can't believe it's been 50, bro. I know. We started this over a year ago. That's nuts. Yeah, man. To many more. Are you cheering? Do you have a drink in your hand? Um, I have lemon water. All right, let's cheer. Ready? Three, two, one. Clink. All right, let me take a sip of this. Guys, we're not in the same location. That's why we're doing this over the phone. We should have been in the same location for this fucking episode. Jeez. Uh, right, maybe celebrate. But hey, we're going to get to celebrate on 4th of July, which, you know, everything started opening back up, but everybody decided to go out and not social distance. Now everything is closing back down. <laughs> yeah, because you plan on going to the beach, but that shit going to be closed not only that even if it was open you kind of put me on game you were like bro everybody's gonna go to the beach and i kind of thought of that and i was like yeah you're right everybody is gonna go to the beach even now i I just came back from the beach and you could still see that people are fiending to be out you know yeah no i went to the beach on father's day and there was a decent amount of people at the beach but i mean i honestly didn't get that close to people no not really i just stayed playing football and frisbee with my roommate yeah, but you still cross with people. Yeah, you do. You definitely do. I hold my breath every time I cross by someone. Do you? Yeah. No way. You don't? No. You don't even wear a mask. You don't give a fuck, huh? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit. I'm just wearing my testicles out like my big ass cojones. I don't give a fuck. Bring on this virus. Well, you are very selfish. Some people might say. You're part of the problem honestly i feel like i've already had this virus back even before it was confirmed here in the united states because i was sick for a solid week yeah and you're over here spreading it to everybody not wearing a fucking mask it was before it even came here before it was even a thing of wearing a mask you still have it don't you what the virus well you know now now i'm good now i've survived so i'm good man if i didn't have it per se i'd rather get it and just get it over with than even trying to get a vaccine in the future. And I understand that the virus can mutate and you could get different things of it, uh, but I would honestly take my chances. My dog is acting very annoying right now. She really wants to play. Well, if this was only a visual podcast. Yeah, I know. Soon, maybe on the 100th one. Uh, What's the hardest physical thing you've ever done? Probably try to hike Angel's Landing at the zion national park in utah oh my god are you kidding me that was pretty hard i mean it was so hard i couldn't even make it it was because i i drank a bunch of beers that morning and i couldn't really you know hike after drinking it what was the hardest physical thing that you've actually completed that literally brought you to exhaustion it was probably uh some soccer games or some soccer practices back in high school i was really bad at like running all the time but one time i really like i ended up like cramping up 
and it hurt so fucking bad. And that's when I knew, like, oh, wow, I fucking reached my limit. I don't feel like your limit was ever that big. No, I'm not an active person whatsoever. That That's funny because that's where me and you differ a lot. Yeah. I'm a very active person. You have gotten better, you know. I could actually have fun in taking you with hikes, and you enjoy that as well, so. Although the last hike we went, I couldn't really do it. But the location you picked was, like, really bad. It was, like, no shade whatsoever, and it was super fucking hot. And not only that, but I was, like, wearing a mask around my neck and shit, and that shit didn't help whatsoever. Yeah, and it was pretty steep. I, I it was super steep. It was going to be a little bit difficult, though, but I, I wanted it. To, I wanted a good workout, but it wasn't that bad. We still were able to do it. But, hey, man. That's that's what working out's about, right? Trial and error. Yeah. You suck this week, or maybe you suck today, and tomorrow you're blowing. What? Or right? I'm. What uh, the fuck uh, are uh, you talking yeah. about, dude? Uh. Yo, you're on some other shit, man. Yo, so what if you had to choose one genre of music to listen to for the rest of your life? What genre would it be? Jazz. That's a good choice, Marty. That's a good choice. Yeah, man, I think jazz would be awesome. You know, I I listen to jazz every now and then, but I don't feel like I could really get tired of it. You wouldn't be able to listen to anything else. So think about it, though. Yeah. If you ever need to do anything more hyped up, per se, it would have to be jazz. So you're doing something kind of radical, like speeding, going like 120 in like a fast-ass car, but you're listening to jazz. Well, I, I feel like I could do a lot with jazz. I can't really do a lot with other genres. You could do a lot with hip hop. Hip hop hits all different types of emotions. J. Cole just dropped a song recently. You can't read while playing hip hop. You know, you can't write while playing hip hop. I mean, you can if you're listening to hip hop beats. Yeah, like lo-fi and shit. Because there's jazz with lyrics as well. But the majority of times is just instruments. Yeah, not for sure. That's That's a good choice. And plus, I don't feel like I can like really get tired of it <coughs> bro you fucking cough every single episode bro people might think you actually got corona i i just smoke man yeah i know and sorry marty sorry you, you said that like you got offended for the audience it's because i always have to edit your coughs out every single time maybe you should just make this the oh podcast marty and marty <laughs> i don't want to be a part of this anymore <laughs> what if we made an episode that's like uncut it would be pretty bad, actually. I don't think people would want to listen through it all. Bro, you have no idea how much shit I cut out and, like, how much I fucking trimmed the fat. I take a wild guess because I see the amount of time that we're recording <laughs> and the amount of time that you release. And sometimes I remember certain things that we talked about uh-huh. and then it wasn't there. And I was like, we probably didn't articulate our words correctly when i'm editing these i always think like an audience would like if i was a fan of the uh oh podcast like what i would want to listen to versus what i would not want to that's not good though because i feel like at that point right there that's biased because you don't know what somebody else might listen bro think about we put out questions to answer for this podcast think about the stupid questions that we got people actually want to listen to some of that stuff per se you know what i mean we we don't really know think about the amount of times that we put out videos that we didn't think we're gonna do shit Mm -hmm. and it just so happened to do something but at the same time that's part of like the creative process you know have you been consuming a decent amount of content last couple of weeks it's all i've been doing 
Yeah, I remember you you watched Harry Potter and you watched all the Harry Potters. What have you been doing since then? What movies are I've been like discovering some really good YouTubers. It's been inspiring me sort of to like create my own content. But I'm at that phase where I'm like in a consumption mode where it's so hard for me to create because I consume so much. So I compare my work to their work and then I'm like, fuck, what do I do? I don't even know what the fuck I need to do now. It kind of got me stuck. But at the same time, I've been learning that you should just like do and then adjust accordingly because that's what gets you like out of that rut and like in a creative zone. Because a lot of times I feel stuck and then I'm like, fuck, I don't know what to do. But then once I get started with something, that's when the creativity comes. Yeah, for sure. And I also feel like a new video today is an old video tomorrow. So whatever is new today in a couple of weeks, months, whatever the case may be, even the content that we create won't necessarily matter so much. And we've expanded from that creative at that point in time. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I, I strive to do timeless material. Things that people are always going to relate to or always going to resonate with because it's something that is not necessarily in today's time, but it's something that happens in the past, that happens today, and it will happen in the future. Right. You know that comedy is one of the hardest things to keep timeless, though, right? No, for sure, especially because of the jokes that you include in there, you know, but I've noticed that one of my most popular videos is like stuff that are timeless, kind of like a relationship scenario where, you know, a lot of couples can relate to doesn't matter if it's fucking back in 2015 or fucking 2025, you know, they're always going to relate to that situation. But what about 1990? That's what I'm talking about. Even then. Even back in 1990, it could still be relatable. Nah, for sure. There there are certain videos, and, and I definitely agree with you. The best ones are the ones that are most relatable, like the coffee one that you created where the girl was a zombie until you made her some coffee in the morning. Yeah, that shit could be relatable back in 1970, you know? It, exactly, exactly. People are always going to want to drink coffee. I'm saying little things... Like having a cell phone, for example, in the skit. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. It's things like that, that it, it might not necessarily be relatable that we might not even think of or certain technology. Look at Titanic. No one had cell phones back there, but it was all about like human connections and like the concept that a ship was fucking sinking. But if that was today, there will be fucking airplanes or helicopters or something like saving those people. I also feel like movies put you at a certain time zone because when Titanic came out, it wasn't that time era. It was in the 90s. Yeah. You know, but they made it seem like it was that time era. For sure. I recently watched a movie called The Florida Project. Did you watch that yet? It's that guy from Spider-Man, right? Like the Green Goblin? Yeah, the... The Green Goblin. That's the that's the uh, role that I always go back to when I think of him. Yeah. No, he's good. He's actually a really good actor. He's a really good actor. Yo, that movie is actually really good. It's a great movie. Really? The ending is terrible. No way. Bro, the last 30 seconds of the movie, personally, I was like, what? what the hell happened it was such a good movie you would honestly love i would still recommend watching it because it was it was such a good movie the acting and the way that the story moved forward 
but just be prepared because the ending bro it, it was so weird that it almost seemed like even the quality dropped at the end it was weird i don't even know how to explain it you got to watch it and then we could really elaborate on it more so you think you could have made a better ending if i put myself into that that mind space yes so you don't think they did that on purpose? You think it's because it was the lack of creativity? That's what I was about to say. I would love to hear the director's and the writer's point of view. I didn't search up any interviews. So that's also unfair of me. Mm. Uh, but I don't think... And I'm also sure that they had multiple endings in in mind. You know what I mean? They didn't just have that one. Yeah. And they chose that ending for a symbolic reason, right. which I understand. But... I just don't think it was the right choice, personally. But hey, I'm I'm the audience. You know what I mean? That's my opinion. Right. But the movie itself, like I said, it was such a good movie. And if you live in Florida, like we did, we're from Florida, bro, it'll hit so hard. I was like, wow. There was multiple times in the movie, I was like, wow, what a great movie. Hmm. I'm going to check it out, dude. Yeah. See, that's the best way to advertise something is word of mouth. If your friend recommends you something, you're more likely to watch it than like if you saw a fucking ad on it, you know, like on TV or something. And isn't it crazy? Because that's the first time that I've ever felt this way about actually recommending a movie, even though I hated the ending. Like there, there's so many things that could have happened and they chose that route. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the story was really building up and I was like, oh shit, it's about to get crazy. And then bam, that happened. I was like, no fucking way. I, I, I don't want to keep, you know, hammering this because I want you to watch it and tell me. But I would honestly say that I would still recommend this movie because it's such a great movie. The actors did their thing. The little kids, bro. Oh man, they are some badass little kids. And it reminded me of some badass little kids in Florida. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Damn. Have you watched uh, Icardus on uh, Icardus? I don't even know how to how to pronounce it, honestly, on uh, Netflix. What's that about? I love the, these type of documentaries because I, I almost get in the mindset of the filmmaker because I remember while I was going to, to school in film class, they would talk about this. In documentary class, they would talk about when you set out to make a documentary, you have a goal, but that goal can change. You're interviewing somebody and you find something else out. So you go and search for more answers and you find other things out and it leads you down this rabbit hole. You know what I mean? Mm. So in this documentary on Netflix, this guy wanted to see how people got away with doping. Like Lance Armstrong, the guy with one testicle that won Tour de France multiple times. So in this documentary, this guy decided to start doping and compete in amateur races and see how his performance better and see if he could get away with doping. And he's able to do that. But the doctor that he gets to dope him and the doctor that he gets to be able to go through the system and not get detected was the same doctor that helped the entire Russian Federation uh, in the Russian Olympic Committee dope. So everybody or not everybody, but majority of the athletes in Russia from he said from the 1970s to the modern era right now were doping and he was the doctor that was basically at the time being able to cheat the system and get through it 
So it became a whole different documentary. It went from the guy uh, trying to compete and do this to now this whole investigation comes out on the Russians and the Olympics and it involves the 2018 London Olympics and the Rio Olympics in 2014. It was Whoa. fucking crazy or 16 or whatever. I, I forgot the, the years. So people have been doping during the Olympics? Dude, nuts. And they would get away with it. They would. They showed you how they did it. It was insane. They basically had people sneak into the labs and uh, exchange the piss. Oh God! Yeah, it was crazy. It was a pretty interesting documentary. It was pretty long, but I understood why it was long because, like I said, it was one thing and then it led to a completely different thing. I love documentaries, man. I love them too. I want to create one one day. Oh yeah, me too. I remember talking to you about a documentary that I watched on Amazon, Star Wars documentary. Yeah. On how George Lucas created episode four, five, and six. Right. Which were the first episodes. He went through some crazy stuff. Oh my goodness. To get the first one funded, first off, at the time, nobody believed in a movie that was about outer space and war and all this, a fantasy. Nobody believed in that shit. And nobody had made money like they did when they dropped it. And then he was smart because on the second one, he was able to take his earnings and instead of going through the studios, he took out two loans and he was able to fund the second movie, which was episode five. Why? Because the studio didn't want to do a sequel? Of course they wanted. They were dying to do it, but he wanted to own the property. He wanted to own all the rights to it. Yeah. Wow. What a smart motherfucker exactly he believed in it that much that he was like you know what i'm just gonna take out a loan and i'm fucking taking this risk man that's what it is he took out that loan and it was eight million dollars the budget and he crushed it crushed it enabling him to make number six and eventually one two three and then selling it to disney for over a billion wait so did he fund the rest of them since he owned the property for it yes yes In the documentary, he was talking about how he didn't want to go with Hollywood, the big business, the big corporations, but eventually he became the very thing that he was trying to defeat. (laughs) You know what I mean? He became the corporation. Yeah. But this man was a genius. He created so many things. It's so interesting because when he first created Star Wars, he didn't really have the technology that he wanted. So if you were to watch the original Star Wars, the unmastered versions to nowadays, the unedited versions, it's completely shitty, horrible CGI. Right. But he went back after creating episode four, five, and six, he went back a couple years later and remastered everything because at that time they had came out with the technology to be able to do what his original vision was. I've never heard someone go back to the movie to like redo certain scenes he he's on a different level man especially as far as animation because he was the one that created all these things bro i'd so recommend you watching this if you're a filmmaker i so recommend watching this documentary even if you don't like star wars just watching the documentary to see what this man went through it was so inspiring what's it called i honestly forgot the name oh great you're fucking you're a great recommender listen listen motherfucker if you just go on amazon prime if you have amazon prime type in star wars it's the only documentary for star wars that they have okay all right, all right. so before you start fucking judging me i want you to take a listen all right i mean if it impacted you that much i thought you would know the fucking title there's so many star warses bro star warses 
<laughs> I don't even know the name of half of them. Okay, man. You convinced me. I'm down for it. Really good. What's your least favorite movie of all time? Like one, the one you hated the most. I can't answer that question. I didn't even watch it all the way through. What was it? I, I don't remember because I didn't watch it all the way through. It was all right. Bad. So what's a movie that you watched all the way through and you hated yourself for wasting that time? Twilight. <laughs> you watched all the way through? Uh, The first one, I believe, or the second one or the first and the second one. I was in a relationship at the time, man. Oh, I see. Go to a date with your girl. Mm, I'll see. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I hated it. Absolutely hated it. Not my thing. I'm not into vampires and werewolves and all that stuff. Right. Not really my thing. Right. Do you remember seeing Twister? I do. And I used to be scared. <laughs> that movie. That movie like made me terrified of fucking tornadoes. I remember my stepdad at the time put that movie for me to watch before we moved to Florida. He said, look, <laughs> some of this is filmed in Florida. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Yeah. And you thought it was real? Hell yeah. I was a kid. I was six years old. Oh, wow. But yeah, tornadoes are scary as hell. I've seen a tornado before, though, in Florida. Nuh-uh. I thought that was like only in middle America. Are you kidding? No, there are tornadoes in Florida. Oh, wow. You've never lived in Florida and got a tornado warning, bro? Are you kidding? I know you have. You just don't remember. During hurricane season, yeah. But not like on the regular, like fucking Kansas and Arkansas be having, you know? Did you hear about that place in uh, Washington State called Chaz? No. Yeah, it's basically a police-free zone. Riders and shit like that. And people took over a whole zone in... uh, washington state no way that's a real thing that's a real fucking thing. there's no, no cops at all no they they don't allow cops to get in it hasn't been around in 48 hours i think it's been around for longer but within a 48 hour time span there was two shootings and one person died wait it just happened yeah uh, this is recent bro within like the last week or so what the fuck like how did this happen how is like the government not like controlling that area they didn't want to be violent with the people damn so like if you call 911 they're not going in there they're not allowing cops in there people are literally standing with guns oh fuck can people like leave if they want to i think you can i don't know this is interesting to me because like i've always wondered like what the world would be like if there was no government I'm not against government. I'm against big government. You know what I mean? Like in the United States, we have a big government. Like you don't need a fucking federal government. How about just a government for the city or for the state or whatever the case may be? You know what I mean? Just make it more of a smaller thing. You think that would be better? I personally do. Why do you think that? Because you're putting a couple hundred people in power and it's their opinions. It's not everybody's opinions it's not about the number of votes but it's about the number of points in the electoral college yeah i actually never fucking understood that like that's so confusing to me every state has different points because of population right uh-huh let's say that majority of the people vote republican in florida so now you got all the points for florida it doesn't matter if you got majority of the votes overall as long as you didn't win the states specific big states that win you points in that electoral college then you're not going to win the election even if you got majority of the vote and that's what happened with hillary clinton why does it have the name college in there i don't know that's so confusing anyways moving on so I wanted to get some questions from the audience this episode, and I think we should run through them really quick. 
All right, let's run through these questions with my woes. Okay, Drake. People ask me about like my teeth. I don't even think I have like that white teeth. And people were like, how do you get your teeth white? Um, that's not a question you ask. Your teeth are pretty white, though. I do not think that at all. It does surprise me at times, though. Sometimes I see videos like that I do, like with the vlogs, and your teeth are pretty white. Not that I'm like, you know, noticing or anything, but. Why does it surprise you, though? That's the real question. You think I'm a slob, Marty? Yeah, I just feel like you're dirty, you know? I'm very clean. I'm very <laughs> clean. I I think you think I'm dirty because... Because you fart. Well, yeah. And in the past couple of months, though, have I been doing that that much? Yeah, what the fuck, bro? Ever since you moved to LA, you've been changing on me, bro. <laughs> like, we're about to have a barbecue on 4th of July, and you, like, for the first time ever, said so you're going to bring shrimp. Like, I've never heard that shit come out of your mouth, ever. Well, I mean, shit. Sometimes it's good to break it. You know what I mean? Why not? Well, it's surprising to me, man. Like, you're you're doing shit and saying shit that I'm not fucking used to, man. And it's spooking me out. I'm just trying to live life the best way that I can. Good for you, man. Good for you. All right, let's get rolling with these questions. Um, I got one on Facebook that I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, it's this guy named Blau. He's asking, what is your favorite place in this fucking world? He wrote the word fucking in there, so I'm just saying it verbatim. Oahu. Ooh. I would say in one of two areas, either this one beach that I totally forgot the name of, but if I ever go to Hawaii, I know exactly how to get there, which is weird, Mm -hmm. or on top of the mountain ridge on Stairway to Heaven, looking at the sunrise as you're on top of a mountain on an illegal hike was pretty fucking amazing. Well, bro, I'm not going to lie. When I went to Hawaii, to Maui, that was like literally so fucking beautiful that like it made me want to shed a tear. Hawaii is spectacular. Bro, why don't we just fucking move there? Oh my god, I just no, I, I'm going to move there eventually, for sure. I just remembered. How can I forget that? I think one of the most beautiful moments of my life that I honestly wanted to cry, but I knew I couldn't because it would fly away <laughs> was jumping out of a fucking plane in hawaii oh my god bro it, it was like falling on top of a canvas all right so this guy sky on instagram is asking you like our messages or you have a bot um yeah i personally like them why <laughs> <laughs> would you even read that question because i feel like some people are probably wondering like am i is it really me liking their message because like i'd be getting some like fucking messages on this on dms on instagrams and i like them so i can like you know have the engagement going but i feel like some people might not think it's me they might think it's a bot oh true see i I honestly i respond to them but i don't i go on it maybe like once every couple of weeks oh wow damn so if somebody messaged you for like a sponsored post you would take forever to respond huh that's happened to me my biggest fucking sponsor to date that's happened to me (laughs) jesus bro i fucking check that shit like multiple times a day no way yeah wow and I, I definitely try to respond. That's definitely big to me. I don't like the message. I actually respond, Marty. So fuck Marty. Everybody start messaging me instead. All right. Terrell is asking, what's the wildest thing you've seen slash done on set? Mm. Not going to lie. I'm going to fucking say it straight out. Like there was a, a director I'm not going to fucking name names here, but this guy literally took a fucking call from his girlfriend 
and uh. literally stopped the whole fucking production. There was 30 people waiting for him to resume the production and he decided to talk to his girlfriend instead completely unprofessional to me that's not the craziest thing i've ever seen i don't know i think it's pretty wild no for sure it's unprofessional as hell but i'm trying to think of something crazy on set i mean this wasn't necessarily on set we were filming at a club and we were on stage and they were having yeah it was the it was the girls on stage you know picking up corona bottles with their pussy jesus (laughs) that's wild (laughs) but that wasn't really a fucking film set no yeah it wasn't and i'm trying to think of a film set i don't know (laughs) i've never seen anybody having sex on a film set all right, Shazane on Instagram is asking, who is your girl? My girl, she, uh, her name Carol. Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Killed her husband. Whacked him. Ruslan is asking, is it worth moving from EU and live in LA, for instance, having two university degrees in finance? Uh, EU is where? Europe? Yes, motherfucker. How do you not know that? Uh, sorry, man. I was thinking. I was trying to think of a fucking country. EU. <laughs> I was like Emirates, Emirates, United Emirates. No, that's <laughs> that's UE. <laughs> it's fucking worth to move wherever the fuck you want to move to if you have the balls, the courage, and you don't have certain responsibilities that you don't have to take care of. You know what I mean? If you have like a child or some shit, well, shit, even if you got a kid, bro, you shouldn't allow that to stop you, but obviously take care of your responsibilities. But some people have to move to a different country and then they bring their child eventually. You know, I don't, I don't judge, man. Some people got a, got different paths, but it's just, it's what you want to do, man. Everybody's fucking different. It could be worth it for you. It could be not worth it for somebody else. Yeah, but in finance, I don't think that's like, I don't think LA is the right place for that. Maybe New, like York, New York is probably better. Yeah, like I think New York would be better than LA because LA is more of like the entertainment center, you know? Like Yeah, but there's still to, a lot of finance out here, bro. There's, no, there there's is. There's not to say that there isn't. But it's not like the juggernaut of all like finance institutions, you know? Like if you want to like learn from the top dogs i would say fucking new york not la no yeah new york is definitely the spot for finance but that's not to say that it wouldn't work out here in la i think it depends on the person bro if you got the fucking balls and and the ability and the drive to really move someplace and thrive then you can make that shit work anywhere and even then, I feel like you should only move to L.A. after you master something. Because a lot of people move to L.A. and they're not experienced with anything. You know, like they come here to practice instead of like already being ready to play in the big leagues. Oh, yeah. No, that's for sure. I moved out here. I was already connected. I already knew what to do. I could survive on my own. I already had clients back in Florida. Oh, yeah. You definitely strategized your move. Right. Honestly, it took a little bit longer than expected, especially because I was trying to graduate university. And then after that happened, I ended up getting injured and have to have surgery. But it is what it is. Everything still happened for a reason. All right. Fernando the Barber is asking, what is a pod? And why is the poor thing in a cast? Or is it like an emotional cast? Well, a pod is something that you can store things inside of and you can also store things inside of a cast so the real question here is do you store the pod inside of the cast or do you store the cast inside of the pod i think it's the pod inside of the cast that's why it's called the podcast 
I'm so lost. I don't know how to fucking answer this question. I guess this is like above my pay grade. Yeah. Swagman is asking, how old are you? I'm 28 and Nick is? 28? I'm 29. What the fuck am I talking about? What the yeah, fuck? bitch. I was like, you confused me first. I was like, wait, what? Oh my God. It's because like, you know how you get used to your age? Bro, you're old as fuck, bro. Stop. Look at you trying to lie on <laughs> your age, my guy. <laughs> my birthday just happened last month, okay? I'm not used nah, to being 29. Bro. Nah, look at you trying to lie. Nah, you got bro. caught red handed oh on God. the podcast. I can't believe I forgot my own age. That's crazy. That's terrible, Marty. That's when you know you you're getting old jesus what the fuck is wrong with me i'm 17 fucking great i'm talking to a fucking minor here hey though but for real those people that actually want to know your age like can you tell them nah bro i can't make it easy for them all right ready tama is asking are you married bro nah bro i'm married to the game uh Faison is asking have you ever farted in public and blamed someone else all the time that is well shit since i moved to la i i became a better person but when i was back <laughs> in florida that used to be like the best thing to do bro you find the most crowded place you fart and you move and then you look back and you watch the fireworks wow yeah i've definitely done that before but like i feel like i can't contain the laugh like, if that ever happened to me and I blame someone else, I would start laughing. There's no way I can, like, just be serious about that situation. Honestly, I was at a point in my life where I would do it and hope that it would stink. And I would stick around and enjoy the smell with everybody else. Enjoy the smell? <laughs> you Come on. You don't. You never enjoyed the, the smell of your own fart? Hell the fuck no. What are you talking on, about, bro. bro? Jolly is asking... How did you guys met first? We met through a mutual friend named Larry, Larry, which was recently on our podcast. Yes. If you only listen to previous episodes. All right. AD is asking, why don't you focus on YouTube? You get better money than other platforms. (laughs) He wrote platforms instead of platforms. But do you though? Do you get better money than Facebook? Um, it depends. It depends where your audience is. Everything from. depends. Yeah, every, everything. Everything depends. depends. But the thing is, is naturally people are more willing to watch a longer video on YouTube than Facebook. Yeah, that's definitely true. And I also think that on YouTube you grow a community that actually understands and cares about you. Versus like on Facebook, it's more of like people like scrolling and like randomly finding your videos so i don't think people like really like have that connection like youtube audience does so i mean the reason why we don't focus on youtube is because youtube is hard you know it's hard to get views on there plus it's hard to even make money from it but i do think it's like the most important platform even though we don't really necessarily focus on it that's something I'm definitely trying to do this year is like focus on mm-hmm. YouTube and be able to grow an audience on there. Definitely. I recorded my first YouTube video, but I've been editing it and uh, I got to add some stuff to it. So, But even before I drop that one, I'm planning on filming other YouTube videos before that and honestly just redoing the whole channel, getting some uh, professional banners done and everything. 
So you don't like dropping stuff right after you finish, huh? It's not that I don't. I Of course I do, and I have an urge of that, but I also don't want to drop something. I'm conscious of not of dropping something and then not having anything else to drop. And mm. at the moment and at the rate and the production level that I'm making these videos, I know I can't concentrate on it weekly because of other things that I have and yeah. other types of content that I'm creating. Would you rather like be creating skits for like Facebook and Instagram or would you rather be creating YouTube videos? Skits. I enjoy creating a short story. Not that you can't create a short story with YouTube. Yeah, because like documentaries in a sense are stories. Right, right. But I, I just appreciate, um, you know, a narrative of like a film, you know, not a documentary. I love documentaries. And like I said, that's one of my favorite things. Like acting. Yeah, yeah. I love watching that. You know, like reading a good story, mm. like a book, as opposed to more fictional things or non-fictional things. Even though you like reading non-fictional more than fictional books. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But as far as watching, I, I love watching movies and shows and being submerged into their world, even though it could be our world. But, you know, it's just that story and what they're involved in. Nihao is asking, how is life? Life is great. Amazing. Thank you, God, for all the blessings that we have. Man, I wish I could be as grateful as you are with life. What do you mean, dude? I don't know. Sometimes, like, I feel like you're really grateful about your life. And sometimes I feel like I take things for granted, which is bad. Do you pray on a daily basis? I don't. I think that's one of the things that makes me appreciate life, not to get on a philosophical level of, oh, you should pray and stuff like that. Whatever God you believe in, that's your choice. But I just think... So you think that helps like you appreciate life more? Exactly. A lot of times in my prayers, I'm literally not asking for anything. I'm literally just thanking God for every little thing especially the more detail i put into it the more it really makes me feel like i'm in the moment and i'm really thinking about what i'm what i have here right like for example when you're praying for your food if you really think about it right let's just put a, a sandwich that you're eating right bro think about how long that tomato and that spinach lettuce whatever the case may be took to grow think about how many months and how much sunlight it took for that to grow and then it traveled all the way to that market so you can grab it buy it with the money that you worked hard for so it can come to your plate and you're eating it now i never really think about that i just eat the food in front of me exactly so think about those things try try to think about those things go go beyond the level of just being thankful because i think a lot of times in prayer people are just like oh thank you for this thank you for that bam right. if you go into a level kind of more beyond that for your health bro like even sometimes i just randomly pray like god just thank you for having legs i know that sounds almost moronic but shit dude i i hurt my knee a couple of months ago so i knew what it was like to not be able to walk you know i could only imagine people not walking for their whole lives or having a tragic injury and not being able to walk for for the rest of their lives good fucking point man i'm gonna definitely uh think about the salmons that people catch before i eat it it took a while for it to get to where you want it to be um ellie underscore alchemist uh she's asking did epstein kill himself fuck no you don't think so are you kidding 
Hell no. I always thought that he didn't, but now after watching a documentary on his life, I kind of feel like he did because he had such a good fucking life that once he got put into that prison and he realized his life was over, he just like thought like, fuck this. I'm not going to spend the rest of my life here. I'm just going to end it right now. There's too many coincidences, bro. Way too many. Yeah, no, I get I get what you're saying. Like he did also like, you know, have a lot of shit on people. Not just on people, on some of the most powerful people in the world. The cameras just so happened to not be working at that time. Right, right, right. right. The guards just so happened to not be working at that time as well at yeah. the same time as the cameras. Right. And another big thing to me is he was a billionaire, right? Mm-hmm. When have you ever heard of a billionaire being put into a really shitty jail? So what do you think happened there? Well, I think it was a setup from the beginning. They put him to that jail so they can take him out. Mm, I see. Makes sense. But hey, man, at the end of the day, it's all a conspiracy. But that's what I believe. But in. it's I crazy because he's this. like the billionaire. So he's probably the one controlling that narrative, right? I don't know. I just think that he had so much money that he could have had like some type of control with the judges and all that stuff. But he got put into a shitty prison. So maybe it wasn't in his control. Well, I mean, shit, when you you got dirt on powerful people, it's not in your control. It's in their control. Yeah, that's true. And then it, it gets sketchy. People like Bill Clinton, for example. Like, why do you, did you say that you never went to his island? Like, why? Just admit that you went to the island. It's cool. But why did you say you didn't go? Because now if you say you didn't go, there's records of you going. Now, now you did some sketchy shit. The Clinton's always been fucking mad shady to me. Bro, are you kidding me? Fucking terrible fucking people. Horrible. Horrible. And they got a lot of money. I didn't know, but did you know that Jeff Bezos is on track to becoming the world's first trillionaire? Official trillionaire, yeah. 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 I'm aware. Zacho is asking, are you going to get new guests for the upcoming podcast? That would be fun. Love your content. Heart emoji. Yeah, man. That's for sure. It's just, uh, you know, this whole COVID and all that shit. That's the main reason why we haven't like kept up with the fucking guests because like we were kind of on a roll. This whole COVID situation happened. So like even us, like we're not even recording these podcasts in the same location anymore. Right. You know? Yeah. Cause before we were, yeah, that's, that's how we would get the guests. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, we definitely, we definitely will. Yeah. No, 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 for sure. Yes. Eventually. But, and plus like, I don't want to like, just like, get someone on and like have their sound quality be all shitty i'd rather have like them have a good mic and shit Mm-hmm. 100 percent. our carmo 667 is asking do you watch formula one man that used to be my thing back in the days i used to watch it with my dad in brazil or in the yeah, united no, states no, already here in, in brazil yeah, same in Brazil. It's such a big thing in Brazil. Yeah, Everybody is. loves Formula One because mm-hmm. we had so many heroes in the Formula One world. The one that died, uh, Jose Arusena. No, it's Ayrton Senna. 
I I didn't send. Who's Rogério Santos? I don't fucking know. You just made a fucking name up, bro. No, no, that that's somebody. I forgot who it is. Nope, you're fucking making someone up. I think that if I'm not mistaken, I think that's the old goalkeeper for São Paulo. That has nothing to do with Formula One. It doesn't, and I just admitted that. So eat a dick. Eat a, eat a big bundle of dick. Did All you right? Did you actually hear about that uh, famous Formula One driver, uh, Michael Schumacher, or some shit like that? What happened? Like, he's been in a fucking crazy coma, or, like, he's been, like, a fucking vegetable for, like, the last two, three years. I probably did hear about it, uh, like, at the time when, when he had the crash. He was a legend. He used to race against, like, Ayrton Senna and shit. Yeah. Yeah, he was out there for for a while. Yeah, he, he, he was, like, a fucking champion multiple times, but he was skiing, and then he fucking hit a, a rock or some shit. I do remember this. And now he's like a complete fucking vegetable. Isn't that crazy, bro? Yeah. Super. Parthiv is asking, who is more annoying, you or Nick? Oh, I'd definitely say Nick. Ten times more. I would honestly just have to say that it's me. Yeah, see? Even you know is you. Yeah, I could be annoying. Sometimes I just like being annoying. But Marty's annoying too. You have your ways of being annoying. But you're How? you're annoying to people that you really know and you're more comfortable with. Like you're annoying as fuck to me and to your sister and like to people you're really comfortable with. What do you mean? How am I annoying? You're annoying, bro. You're annoying. You know how to be annoying. There's times that you want to be annoying and you could be annoying. But um I don't believe you. I it doesn't take me that much being comfortable with somebody to be annoying sometimes i'm just annoying because yeah i'm bored you're just annoying naturally i wouldn't doubt that you annoy yourself maybe sometimes but hey man i'm entertaining that's what matters i bring light into the room i see people feel my presence i see good for you man uh our friend larry is actually asking what's your biggest most outrageous dream Mm, to become porn star. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that's a good, good question. Oh, shit. My biggest dream that I know won't become possible, but it's completely fine and I will, I live with it, is either, it's one of two things, either becoming the world champion of the World Cup as a soccer player. Can't happen. Impossible. Or, um, winning an nba championship as one of the main players can't so happen. happen impossible i wouldn't say it's impossible because if i put really put my mind no, no, to no. Hey, can't man, happen no. impossible but that won't happen because it's impossible you're not that good it's something i'm not pursuing so yeah you're not that good but my biggest dream in what i do is to have a critically acclaimed movie or series can happen will happen (laughs) possible i just want to become bigger than like logan paul and david dobrik and all these motherfuckers can't happen impossible i'll fucking prove to you all right (laughs) bitch i just want to have a big ass fucking platform bigger than them in order to make an impact on the world every time i fucking tweet wow that was very egotistical of you good job that's my fucking most outrageous biggest dream to send a fucking tweet out yeah and like impact many people get a bunch of fucking so, retweets that will change yeah so your the biggest world. fucking goal is to send a tweet out 
<laughs> to get a whole bunch of fucking retweets. My point is, I want a big enough platform to make a fucking difference in the world. Hey, if you have a thousand dollars, you could get some accounts to fucking retweet your shit. No, so. it won't fucking make an impact like as much as David Dobrik would if he tweeted something or Logan Paul. Hey, you never know. What if it's something? What if it's something just that amazing to tweet? Could happen. Doesn't mean it will. Big Low is asking, who inspires you to be great? Or what inspires you if it's not a person? Multiple things for me. People like Will Smith. People like Jim Carrey. People like my mother. People like Marty. People like Larry. It's a mixture of those things. Whoa, I'm in that list? Yeah, for sure, man. Get the fuck out. I I definitely believe that the people that are closest to you should inspire you if you're in the creative world because if you don't then you're in a wrong creative space man it sounds like you're you're in a space where you're the best and nobody's challenging you wow man that's like very sentimental don't fucking make it weird bro (laughs) (laughs) no but you do have a point like the people closest to you is like pretty much the people that you know inspire you to do shit because if you're around people that only do drugs then you're gonna end up fucking doing drugs you know like you're an average of the fucking people you hang out with so yeah you have a point um i guess that is all the time we have for today's podcast it's actually longer than usual i think that's what she said <laughs> longer than you should so yeah guys thank you so much for listening to the uh-oh podcast with nick and marty Please follow us on TikTok at Omarte and at Nick. I see you're more active on TikTok, man. Good job. Good fucking job, man. It's been, it's about time. It is. It is. Jesus Christ. It took me a while to convince you. You should be posting every single fucking day, bro. I should. And I got to um, get on that tip right now in the next couple of two weeks. I'm... Uh I won't really be able to do that. I have some some pretty important things we got to take care of, but I do have old videos that I get to repost. Well, that's all I've been doing. Exactly. So that's a blessing. But I mean, honestly, I want to create simple, easy content for TikTok that I could create on my iPhone. Yeah. Do that. Just like trends and shit like that. Honestly, just play with it. Fucking do that. We love you guys. And if you've stuck around from episode one, even if you're just new to this podcast, we appreciate you guys listening. See you next week for the 51st episode. Dum, dum, dum. All right. Peace.